It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 771. Peter Shepherd, Tall Gronk, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Mate, I love seeing you. Uh, I feel like this is a good time. We've got you in because we want you to coach me out of a dark hole. Oh, no. What's up? <laughs> Lost my Instagram and Facebook. Oh, <laughs> you ready? You want to talk about se- it? Our session. You, I didn't think you wanted to talk about it. Was it so he's coaching me already. This is good. So he's get, look, I? No, I think I want to talk about it, Pete. Okay. I'm three coffees in today. <laughs> so you, you've fed up with my uh, line of questioning to start with. <laughs> no, I feel like I've gone past erratic and now I'm like a little bit um, useless. No, that's, no, that's all right. No, we don't need to coach me out of it. Still got no... I would no like update? to, I would like to, out of this episode, walk away with a, a handle oh, okay. of a new Instagram, Instagram account. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's where your mind starts going. I actually mm-hmm. nearly went... Completely against Josh Jansen on Instagram. You always change. And was going to change it to be a persona. So oh. being like the- um, Who would you be? Oh, the creative guy. <laughs> oh, no, no. That would be taken, surely. Yeah. Uh, push back Jansen. <laughs> push back <laughs> I'm pretty sure I push. did one that was like really silly where I thought like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to do something that's like, um, I love toast. That's, uh, that's an OG username. What's Surely, like, like if someone has oh, I love toast, that's a solid username. Mm-hmm. What's the thought behind that though? Like what, what, what's it for? Fuck, you're getting coached now. This <laughs> no, is no, no, no. I wanted to be no, coached. I think it's got something to do with, um, no, it was just like, you know, being more like maybe being a persona so you can be a little bit more um, protected. Yeah. You were two meter tweeter for, for a, while. a while. Yeah, yeah. What while. else were you? You've had a few. I was two meter Peter and then I got told that was too confusing because my Twitter was two meter tweeter. So I changed it to two meter tweeter. I'm now human periscope, but I went down the opposite mm-hmm. rabbit hole the other day of like, what if I just went to Peter Shepard? It's a good point. It's back? a footwear, isn't it? But it's it's not like you got to be like Peter <laughs> Shepard. Right. Seven three four nine leather on on Lonsdale. Spe- <laughs> no. Spelled differently though. Spelled differently. Um, wh- what's your company name? Or you- your well, it's like the legal trading name is like you know Pete Shepard Consulting Pty Ltd. But the oh, brand he's, he's got a he's got a, a proprietary proprietary I got told that's what you meant to do. Jeez, but it's I just go under Human Periscope is the the not the legal name but the brand name that I use. Do you see it as a business? Yeah, and sorry, it is a company. It's a business, but like sorry, the branding you because you do you have a personal. Instagram account or it's just the business? It's well, it's kind of both meshed into one. I like don't have necessarily clear delineation between a brand account versus pe- a human being. I'm just it's all just kind of well, one mess. JJ's the business. I Josh needed, Jansen. I probably do you need like to be, that. I've got the uh, Josh Jansen Productions Trust. I've got the Tommy Jacket Family Trust. Here we go. Yeah, yeah I've got a trust sort of more in the- Mine's called PJS, really? which are my initials, but it's spelt P E A. J A Y E Because I, I have no idea. I just thought that would be like funny like, to do. When I was a kid, I named my cat my cat, but spelt it M Y K A T. Did you really? Yeah. That's it's, obnoxious. Yeah. And now so like my mum and, and dad look after my cat. <laughs> and but they that's that's her name. <laughs> Did you have any pets growing up? Never. Not one. I've really? never owned a pet. Yeah, a bit so of a psychopath. My, Your parents yeah, a in little, jail? My, <laughs> What's going on? My mum had the 
the story that she told us, which I think is true, is that she was like one of those people that's allergic to all the fur. So, no dogs, mm-hmm. no cats. That's no, pretty fair. I mean, we you, had two you got to believe her, if, you know, take her on Facebook. So, we had two options, goldfish or a horse. And we weren't obviously allowed a horse because we didn't have a big enough property. Goldfish <laughs> that, was, that was an option though. Well, it was like the only kind of fur or hair or this was the story I was told when I was like oh. eight was a horse would be okay, but like we're not going to get a horse. So, you could have a goldfish. What about so a lamb? My brother and sister had goldfish. Mm-hmm. And they lasted about a week. I've, I never had a. I've never had a pet. They. I mean, they had a horse. Look at you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big man. Um, do you remember hearing the? It was like a rumor, or a, a why uh, old wives' tale. Is that the? Is that how they? What they say? Um, if you smoked horse hair, you could die. Excuse me. Yeah, something if you about smoked. Yeah, because it was well, like we used to roll. We used to roll these like, like barkies. We used to call them. They were like <laughs> tan bark, or like bark that was rolled up. And you'd smoke them. It was just like <laughs> silly. Which smoking. Has, where's horse. the horse hair coming to it though? Well, it was like if you were gathering stuff and you were Make on the sure farm. You don't get any horse. Don't get any horse. Get any horse. Seems oh, horse hair, cigarette, general discussion. What That's is it. the worst thing to smoke? No. Nah. But someone just started spreading that. It's probably a parent. They're like, yeah. It's a good rumor. Could be a bullshit story like your mum if just she is actually mm, not allergic. I have no idea if she's allergic or not to this. Because it is like you. Wanting a horse isn't going to happen. Right. Like she said, didn't have I nearly got a lamb. I actually nearly got one. A lamb? Really? Yeah. We were on a quarter acre. Oh, that's right. And we um, we had a, a lamb at school named Frankie. Frankie the and lamb. And Frankie would um, like be, what do you call it when they're sort of like uh, not allowed with the other, like a runt? Free range? No, no, oh. no. <laughs> no, like it got rejected. Oh, by the, the parents, yeah, the loser. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we looked after Frankie in the classroom. Wow. Your parents were teachers. Yeah, are yeah. they still teaching or no? They're both retired now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go it. to the school that they taught at? Not originally, but then my dad. In my last three years, my dad came to the school that I was a student at. Oof, I still subject. remember he, he sat me down. Okay. Over dinner one night, me, mom, and dad. He's like, I got to talk to you about something. I was like, Oh, God. the horse? Serious? <laughs> Am I finally getting a horse? <laughs> getting a horse. Yeah, this is. <laughs> and he said, I've got. Off, I've been offered a job because he was driving to Geelong, which is half an hour away. Yeah. And he basically asked for my permission. Would you be comfortable? Would you be okay? Do you want to change schools? Do you want me to say no? And I was like, yeah. No, I don't really care. You're welcome to come. He was the assistant principal. Yeah. And it, I, I didn't really have an issue with it. My friends. Dad was the principal of the school he was at. Mm. There's a lot, there is a lot of pressure on the students, like mm. if, especially if they're not liked. Yeah, like if you, your dad's likable guy. What, what's yeah. his, what's his vibe? Well, he's he's likable to he's he's pretty cruisy, relaxed, likable kind of guy. But the people that so he was like he was the guy you want to go to if you got in trouble. So if you went to the principal, the principal's a bit like a bit of a hard ass. You go, I'll just go to Johnny Shep and have a conversation with him, and it'd be fine. Yeah. So I got he's friends. He's the cool teacher. He was kind of the cool teacher. They called him bit. Johnny Shep. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Shep. Shep. Really? Johnny Shep. Well, if you're like you know, if you're a naughty student, you don't call people Mr. Shepherd or you're like oh, Johnny Shep. Like first name. That's sick. Yeah, I like that. So Johnny Shep was the guy that you wanted to get sent to because he was always like, Ah, oh, you're all right. And so, what was his? Uh, spe- so, teachers have specialties mm. and then go into the whole leadership thing. Yeah, maths and science was his go-to. Yeah, how are you with uh, maths? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I was a bit lucky. I had Matt. Sorry, my mum who was English and literature, mm-hmm. and right into that and taught that, and then my dad who was maths and science. So I feel like I I lucked out because I had a resource for both. What but I used to love maths. What's their view on the education system at the moment? Oh, I haven't actually asked them that specific question. Can I you think- also ask them if the story about 
allergies is true. I'll send them this episode with the horse thing. If you're listening, yeah. Please yeah. answer. What about, a, what about a pony? A pony seems like a good Shetland in between. Pony? Oh, yeah. Miniature that, pony. What they Miniature yeah, pony. Yeah. Mini. I was, um, you go past St Kilda and they do pony rides at the moment. Did you ever get ponies tr- are different from miniature horses? Are they? Yeah, one's like a. I mean, a, I didn't know that. be careful. Well, it's it's like a. It's um, a fair, what is a Shetland pony versus so a pony? A pony, versus pony a small isn't isn't a pony a different species? It's like within the horse family. Have we got 97? No, 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 no. I am fucking 97. <laughs> He's Googling. Just look, it up look how quick I am. The main distinct between, uh, distinction between ponies and horses is height. <laughs> a horse is usually considered to be an equine that's at least 14.2 hands. Why are they getting handsy with the horses? What? 14 that's how they hands. measure, yeah, hands how they measure the height of a horse in hands. Or about feet 10 inches uh, tall. A pony, on the other hand. Wait, a feet. How many? A pony. So, uh, How many feet? Or about four feet, 10 inches. Sorry, I said 10 inches. A pony, on the other hand, pun totally intended. This person's editorialising. Seriously. <laughs> Adding <laughs> gags to their own resources. Is, is an equine less than 14.2 hands. Okay, so this is that's so horse versus pony. So pa- basically, I'm a pony, you're a horse, Pete. Okay. So, um, Stallion. I want to know, Pete, did you ever get in trouble in school? Yeah. What, what was the worst trouble you ever got into? I, the worst trouble I ever got into. I mean, I was a, I was sort of the, the kid that wouldn't shut up in class quite really? a bit to the point where I remember in, it was like grade three. I was like just the distracted. I was distracting everybody, mm-hmm. and my teacher, Mrs. Metcalf, pulled me aside at the end of class one day and was like, "All right, Pete, we're going to have to sort this out. When you come in tomorrow, I want you to come and see me, and we'll we'll fix this." You're, you're distracting everybody. And so I came in the next day and there's this table set up in the corner, bright blue. Every other table was, you know, your standard vanilla kind of boring looking table. And she said it had a print on it, the magic blue table. And she said, Pete, this is your table. It's the magic blue table. This is a true story. And you're going to sit on it and it'll mean that you will be quiet, productive, you know, and you'll get better grades. And all the, She told me the whole story. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm in. I'm right into this. You're magic a bit fucking dumb. I was really done. <laughs> I was bored into the story. And I sat at the Magic Blue table for weeks and like just shut up, did my work, got great grades. How have, old were you again? I don't think it was like grade three. I've got okay. a certificate. My mum sent it to me the other day. That's like from Mrs. Metcalf. Thanks for, you know, being cooperative with the Magic Blue table. Mm. Yeah. Did Thank anyone you. else get to go on the Magic Blue no, table? No, it was like specific to me because really? I was that much of a pain in the ass, I think. Yeah. Do you so think we were talking the other day, uh, producer Jess was saying that she was more popular in high school. Like she sort of oh, went through yeah. primary school and then became really cool mm. in high school. What was your experience like? I don't think I was ever really cool. I was, uh, I sort of was on the fringe of, we had the two groups that, you know, they're on the fringe. You got the really cool group. They were mm. like the surfers. It, everyone says this. Smoking, though, taking, you know, taking drugs on weekends mm-hmm. and drinking and like partying and they had all the girls. Mm-hmm. And, and then there was like the second group was kind of my group and I was the odd one out because I was like, I was a bit of a nerd. I just wanted to do really well and try and get to Melbourne Uni. So, I wouldn't What's say What did you cool. get for an enter score? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was like 92.6 oh. or 92.7 or something. Sounds Not like quite, a radio station. It wasn't it? quite 97, but it was, mm-hmm. it was reasonable high, for the dude. school I was yeah, at. Yeah. I got 40 something. Mate, the blue table paid off. Magic blue table. Yeah, it went Seriously. full circle. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was a cool kid at all. Did you wear glasses the, your whole life? No, no. no correlation between the coolness and the, no. me bringing up this now. <laughs> I could see why you weren't cool, mate. Is what I'm you, no, no. <laughs> Look at the Josh, cool guy. Yeah, I'm cool. Cool guy. Yeah. 
Um, you had glasses your whole life? No, it was like a year 11, I think. I was at the back of the class because, you know, backseat toughy. And then would was that a thing backseat no, toughy? did no, i just make that up no, i think it's i was at the back of the class and all of a sudden i just couldn't read what was on the whiteboard like it was like a couple of days i remember specifically wow so you went from you reckon 2020 vision wasn't overnight but it felt like i just remember the day specifically where i was like that can't be right mm. like it's i was squinting is it, it was, part of your brand now like getting um laser surgery yeah it doesn't I kind of like glasses. I think they look great on you. What do you think? Do you think Josh? Yeah. I think Josh would look weird without glasses. Optometrist. A couple of years, actually. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably overdue. Turns out you're back. You just uh, does that (laughs) happen? Does that happen? Like he go back to apparently. I never can remember if I'm long or short. Short, long, close. Short is far away. That's That's how I used to remember it. Why the fuck did they do that? It's very annoying. What? Maniac. It's a bit like fiction and non-fiction. You're like, oh, so non-fiction is the true it's one. A, so one yeah. Okay, yep, got Fiction's it. all made up. Yeah. Get Do you that. know how many kilometers away the sun is from the world? Absolutely no idea. Have a guess. 700,000 kilometers. It'd have to be more. I don't know. Double, yeah, double yeah. plus some. Really? Way more than double. 1.8. What do you mean? Million Way more kilometers. than double. It's 152. Million. Oh, Million. you said 100,000. You've lost your mind. We'd be on fire. Yeah, I don't know. What a well, ridiculous you don't question. No, that isn't it funny. He <laughs> learns a fact, and now he's. I have no idea. We would be on fucking fire if well, the we world. Yeah, hang on, hang on, we don't. Hang on, we don't actually know. Hang on. If we are experiencing global warming, temperatures are going above fifty degrees in some areas, and the moon and the sun is one hundred fifty-two million kilometers away. It's a long way. The thing we is, would be burning. But yeah. the thing is, I reckon you wouldn't be a good judge of knowing how far 153,000 kilometres versus 153 million. I think million. Stop projecting because we know your sense of <laughs> distance is absolutely fucked. I've actually got a good sense of distance. No, absolutely I not. used we to play actually golf did a whole, all the time. Did a whole, I could tell you. We did a whole piece on this. Remember when you were like talking about Derek's office and how far away your apartment is and, and then we called Derek and you got it like, I remember so, that. That yeah. was like way back Dude, at the old Literally, days, this yeah. is the exact exchange. You're like, no, nah, I got it. We called him and you were like. <laughs> you called him on the episode yeah, and he mapped yeah, it yeah, out yeah, for yeah, you. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google and Maps, it was bad. It was bad. Just no, it would be very hot. I wouldn't want to live on no. Earth where it's 700,000 kilometers. So, I was like. way, way, mm. way off, obviously, yeah. yeah. So, you actually went surfing. Like, you mentioned there was the surfing group. Mm. We weren't like coastal. surfing. Like, so, as in the cool kids that were surfers. Yeah. Did you ever skateboard? Were you a skateboarder? No, that was the cool kid thing to do. I, I couldn't <laughs> skate for my life. You left it to them, did you? Yeah. I, so I, it was like a, it was like an inflection point when you grow up down the coast. It's like mm-hmm. you go, you either like choose to start surfing or you like bodyboard. And I was like, oh, I'm going to bodyboard because I, I can do yeah. tricks on a bodyboard and I can't do anything on a surfboard. And like you look back at it now like, what a loser. Yeah. Why couldn't I just surf? Now mm-hmm. I was like, like, I would be as good as you at surfing and I grew up at the coast assuming that. You, you know, reckon you'd be as good as me? Well, you might be. You'd Can you surf? Be better. You'd be better than me. Well, it's like people that get into lacrosse. Definitely. Which like I grew you, up if, you're a, if you're a... Um, yeah, it's disappointing. A, a yeah. professional. It flat. If you're flat. a professional lacrosse player, yeah. limited options here in Australia. Not really transferable is a skill, is it? No. Yeah. yeah what's the closest? Hockey, but then you're, mm. you're standing up and throwing. There's mm. a big... There is a niche mm-hmm. lacrosse community in Victoria. Yeah, I've, I've played a game of – when I used to play footy, there was a lacrosse field next door and they would play while we were playing footy. So there I must mean, be a league. I sort of like the idea of having um, like a st- – getting gear 
So you get the stick. The stick. And I also like the, the idea face of- mask, isn't it? Like a full, full yeah, grill? Yeah, I like the idea of sort of practicing at home, like I, going up against a wall and you sort of throw the ball. And oh, you yeah. Catch did you ever play it at school? <laughs> yeah, well, I did. We, yeah. yeah, we did it at PE. It was hard. What happened to handball? Still around. Different to down ball? Sure somebody, we saw someone doing it. Oh, European Remember handball. we were in Geelong and we saw someone just hitting, hitting no, on no, the wall. No, that was- That's um, down ball. No, no, no. That's um, two square. But that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but handball is an What's actual game where it's, like, it's almost like European. Soccer, it's called European handball, I think. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball. It's like soccer, but with a you throw it. Oh yeah, you know that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. my um, uncle owns a sports center, and they Elbow had Park. it. Yeah, they had it yeah. as a, one of the games mm-hmm. and dodgeball. Yeah. But how how like thinking about school and mm. and the you're, like the way you're describing is the groups, and then you watch something like American Pie, and you've got the jocks and the. Yeah. What I always remember when I come into encounter, when I encounter a young year 10, 11, like, fuck, you're a little, little useless. Like, the, but how, how important you think you are yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. And nothing changes. <laughs> you get older. You're in your reality. But when you're looking up at a year 12 and you're in year seven, you're like, oh, my God, they're so big. Yeah. You get to year 12, or you get to now, 30, and look back at year 12, and it's like, you know, nothing. Yeah. And still now, imagine looking back at 60, like, yeah. you knew nothing as a 30. Yeah. I'd love for old. you to be a motivational speaker at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, all of you, you, you little know fucks. <laughs> you know <laughs> nothing. No, but do you remember the, even giving it, like, I guess it's the power of a hu- the human species where we're already at that age in categories and yeah. hierarchies and, oh, and social status. It's yeah, like- And wanting to be liked, I think, was the big one. I, yeah. Like, the like, desire to fit in yeah. and belong and be liked. Did you ever do Reach? What was Reach? So, Reach, they, they did it at our school. They actually did. Yeah. yeah. And so, Jules Lund was part of it. There's a bunch mm. of people. Um, Paul Curry and Jim Stein started the Reach oh. Foundation. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, helping young adolescent kids navigate. Yeah. yeah and equip themselves with life skills and emotional intelligence mm. and the classic story of Jules Lund, you know, Jim Steins, who went on to be Jules's mentor mm. and, and um, you know, ad- comes to see him in school and Jules, the tall guy up the back, you know, causing a ruckus, Jim, get up on it, get up, stand up right now. Calls and, him out. Yeah, it makes him just fall apart in wow. front of everybody. They make the bullies cry and stuff. Because, but, wow. he, but yeah. what he said was like, you don't realize how powerful you are. And wow. so he like built him up. He's like, look at you and what you're doing. You're uncomfortable. Mm. But it's like what you possess is more than that. And so he saw a lot in Jules and and then Jules was traveling around with him to do all these keynotes what a and just sort of followed. Followed. Let's talk about mentors because Amy, Amy and I were chatting about, she's like, do you have a business mentor? And I was mm. like, fuck, we've got such great people in our world that I don't feel like I need to formalize mm. a mentorship. When so you've got it's a like, business partner like me. You know? <laughs> 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 but thinking about formalizing mentors mm-hmm. and I think there's – what do you think, Pete? Do you think you need to formalize something or does it just happen? I think it's – I guess it's like up to personal preference. I have never formalized a mentorship mm-hmm. relationship, but I would say I have mentors. So, I guess it's personal preference. Have you Like, have you – Said to someone, "Can you be my mentor?" Or I've said just- to people, uh, "I said to Jules once, you, you're my mentor." Tell me, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no but like that's that. the close. But like, different to asking though. Like, mm-hmm. can you be my mentor? If you're like, oh, by the way, you're my mentor. What I found was with the people that end up being my mentors, 
there has been value that I'm bringing to them, mm. which is why they're, I think, giving me time. Mm-hmm. So, Jules saw a lot in me, yep. but I've done a lot for Jules. And it's like, recipro- he's done more for me than I can do for him. And Craig Harper as well, The yep. con- you know, just the time he's given me. But I, but I definitely have been knowing where my value for him mm. is mm. and then being able to deliver that. But then I just, I reap the benefit of a relationship with someone like that. Yeah. And so, never needed to formalize anything. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I would say, like Seth Godin, one hundred percent is a mentor of mine. But I have never said to him, "Hey, Seth, by the way, could mm. you be my mentor?" Mm. I think there's a there's an interesting observation in all of that, which is like your mentors don't even need to know you exist. Like you could say, I, I would say that I the stalkers say that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. The like, victim doesn't. The world either. we live in now, you could surround yourself with like Brene Brown, for example, her books, yeah, yeah, her yeah. podcast. I surround myself <laughs> with her. I I would say like. In a way, she's a mentor. She doesn't need to know I exist, but I look to her. It'd be nice for, if she did, right? Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. Be good. I look to her for ideas when I feel like I need them, but I don't say to her, hey, Brene, you're my mentor. I need you to help me with this. So I think it's, it's of course, sort of each end of the spectrum. Sometimes there's mentors that don't know exist, and then maybe there's some conversations that people have where it's like, could, you formal, could we formalize this? Could you be my mentor? But I've never, I've never had that conversation. Mm. I think they just have formed naturally for me. And yeah. so do you think it is like, you, you know, you're not, it's, if it's not said, you're not actually the mentor. Like the, you know, but the, the Brene Brown example, I mm. get it. Mm. In the old days, that's just called learning shit from other people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now we're sort of anchoring this, they're my mentor, they're my guider. Mm. The guidance. But what do you think? Do you reckon guru. there's something in the mentor bit or seeking that? Like certainly, I don't think I've really had a mentor as such I, mean, I think what's your perspective on my like on my approach to mentorship because i don't know if i have well we have I've, i think I've we're got very people, similar I've you got, and i yeah in that respect because i think i maybe what it becomes is like you do the non-mentor agreement mentors which you just end up being your friends mm-hmm. that you learn from mm-hmm. surround yourself with great people mm-hmm. but then there's the business that you have pete where the value in having a coach that's they're showing up with a posture yeah and I'm getting a service from them, yeah. which, I mean, wh- how, do you, how do you even see that as a coach? You are a coach, which yeah. is essentially someone who could m- be mentoring people yeah, for I, money. Yeah. I see the difference in the two. I think a mentor to me is someone who has a certain experience in the thing that you want to do yourself. Mm. And so, you say, hey, TJ, I want to start a daily podcast. TJ and Josh, would you guys like mentor me and help me with that? Versus a coach, which has not ne- doesn't necessarily need to have the experience that you seek. So, like, I work with a bunch of creatives that are, you know, Broadway artists, for example, and I have no idea about, like, Broadway and performing arts. And that's actually a strength is all I need to be able to do as a coach is ask questions, hold space, and mm. be curious versus a mentor, which is, like, I actually need advice. And in order to get advice, I need you to have the lived experience that I don't have. So, I think that's how I think mm. about the distinction. Yeah, is- Jules is given a lot of advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's a mentor. He's, he's giving you, hey, based on my life, this yeah, is what yeah. I would do. But do you think- As a coach, it's not about advice, I think. Do you think that the, the mentor thing, we can fall into it if you're requiring an external force? I think you can hide in this for sure. Yeah. 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 Because like, I think that there is a distinction between- like I feel like I'm a life learner. I love learning stuff and that could come from a person, that could come from a book, it could come from a podcast. Whereas I think there are some people who fall into the narrative of what it is to have a mentor. Yeah, the, and so they get obsessed with the geography and mm. the sitting down and talking and yeah. getting time. Or the risk of like I'm I'm 
I'm not successful because I don't have a mentor. Mm. So, like, it's almost a cop-out in a way. It's yeah. like, oh, I need to get a mentor. Then I'll put in the work. Mm. And it's like, I think you're hiding in that maybe. Like, mm. do you need to formalize a relationship in order to then have a mentor? I don't think so. Do you need to have a mentor in order to be successful? Probably not. Not mm. necessarily. It's helpful. can help you learn and grow. But it's not like a requirement. And it's not, it's not, an, ex- it's not an alternative to putting in the work. Mm. What about a coach? What's the, the view there? Do you, does everybody need a coach? No, well, I think I think everyone could benefit from a coach, but not everyone needs a coach. So for me, a coach is all about holding someone accountable, asking questions, holding space, and as I mentioned, being curious. And so you can get that formally, which is sort of some mm. of the work I do, or you could get that through. Like I would say, JJ and I kind of coach mm. each other when we go on our walks because we ask oh, questions no, of one advice another. Advice monster, don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I bring a, I I bring, it. I bring, a, I bring a whiteboard. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's I am Pete's on mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Got I do want to know. No, I want to know what's the difference between you've done the whole psychology thing. The difference between going to a psychologist mm. and going to a coach. I think a psychologist is probably the distinction I've seen is they're perhaps a little bit more on the mentor side in that they're leaning on their, not necessarily their lived experience, but they're leaning on the knowledge that they've attained through qualifications Mm -hmm. and understanding of how to navigate trauma. A coach doesn't really necessarily have expertise in how to navigate trauma. Or personal relationships. That's extra. You got to pay me. Yeah, I think that's. Well, your psych use used a a whiteboard. Yeah, I love it. Did you get around that? I was a little skeptical at first. I told JJ, I was like, I'm going to go see a therapist. Everyone keeps telling me I need to do it, and Mm -hmm. you talked about it, TJ. I really appreciated that (laughs) perspectives, and I think Ryan Shelton talked about it, and I was like, all right, I think I'm going to do this. Mm And I went in there and I met her in the reception. I was like, oh, I don't know about this already. And then <laughs> she opens the door and there's a whiteboard sitting in between the two chairs. And I, like, I, I love a whiteboard. And I just mm-hmm. looked at her and went, I think you and I are going to get along just fine. <laughs> yeah. Do you and think she knew or is that just her process? No, that's her process. That's like oh, that's her, good. That's she didn't process. Google him and yeah, go, yeah. I think Pete likes whiteboards. So while we talk, I mean, she's like- she, Did you, she know anything about you before you started? I, I think it's pretty- st- Do I you think they Google you? I guess it's definitely no way. No way. But you do it like you would have signed a form at the start just yeah what you do what you're up to like a induction form yeah yeah to do that google me so she so she <laughs> yeah yeah so she has a whiteboard yeah, yeah. while we're talking it's your psychologist awesome. saying now is everything okay i noticed you know on facebook or instagram <laughs> fuck they would think that um so, no yeah. so i'm curious about this so the what are you actually writing on a whiteboard when you're going to a, a therapist so i'm not writing she's doing the writing while we're talking and mm-hmm. she's mapping out themes and like she maps out the people so she draws a little box with me you know that that box represents pete and then she'll Mm -hmm. draw a box to represent my family when i start talking about my family or my girlfriend when i'm talking Mm -hmm. about my girlfriend or my ex when i'm talking about my ex Mm -hmm. and then she draws like dotted lines between the three or the four and Mm. then like how they all connect and what are the commonalities and the stories you're telling yourself it's fascinating do you take a a photo at the end yeah yeah i love it is it is that like a do you ask? You don't have that? to. I'm just like, hey, can do you I take I, a photo? Do you mind if I take a photo? She's like, of course. Mm. Bang, take a photo. Because you were you were using, um, you tried to set up Notion the other day. Yeah. I'm, how, I'm how all are in. you going with Try. Notion? I'm, I'm into it. I've moved from a bunch of stuff from Google Docs into mm-hmm. Notion. So far, so You need good. to give um, Biscuit a go. Oh, okay, is there another one? You hey, told me to get on Notion. No, no, now so you're Notion, trying to get Notion me is, in Notion is great. Um, but TJ taught me about biscuit, which oh, integrates another notion. one. Yeah, can we get no. this clean? Just because this is this me. is a big this is big for TJ. Techni- a tech piece of advice that JJ's taken on board with mm-hmm. no pushback. This is unbelievable. No, well, you'd never do it. Like the you'd idea. Never try that, it. I don't think you've ever in the um, 
in the three years that we've worked together, I don't think you've ever said to me like, oh, I was thinking on the way. <laughs> like, you don't like, I don't feel that you bring stuff out, like yeah. stuff of that you've spoken about. I mean, the, the about one thing where I knew work. I, this guy that's, this guy's, I can't remember his name, Luke, somebody, someone, Darcy. He, um, the most complicated air table. No, maybe. yeah, but he's got, he's called the most connected guy in the world. Is that his title? Connected meaning technology. Oh, he's got wow. like, he's oh, the old yeah. Google Glass guy. He's got all these fucking oh. whoop, swoop, hoop on his arms and it's all <laughs> bullshit. But he's a version of Josh could become him. There's still time, <laughs> yeah. but Josh could become him. And I saw him using Biscuit and I was like, mate. And so how do, you ex- how do you explain Biscuit? Biscuit. So, you know, when you're in uh, Chrome or Mozilla or, you know, whatever it be, and you've got tabs open or you go bookmarks, mm-hmm. like all the things I use in a day. Nightmare because when you do have 20 tabs open, I've seen Jess, our producer's computer, mm-hmm. tab queen. Um, tab queen. <laughs> uh, this is a, it's basically like an interface that allows you to sort your tabs, mm. but they're on the left-hand side. So it almost looks like Notion or it looks like a thing where you have on the left side all of the quick buttons mm-hmm. that take you to a sp- specific spreadsheet at a specific point so you, mm. i have my finance section i've got my daily section where shit i want to be in sales mm-hmm. section um you know and so you get a bunch of that where you can you're in one spreadsheet but rather than going back and forth in the sheet at the bottom on the left hand side it's got mm-hmm. the tab so it's like quick keys but it's it's a game changer i, sh- I showed it to brie last night do you like it she said that it seemed like an unnecessary tool it was just a browser what would you yeah but then I think the challenge is the workflow of being the tab queen. It's like. (sighs) Sounds efficient. I I quite like efficiencies. It sounds like it's creating efficiencies. Well, stuff doesn't stick a lot. Like when you find a piece of tech Mm -hmm. and and this is just like, oh my God, why the fuck haven't I been using this? Like in a a Chrome thing with, I was like, I've run out of space for my bookmarks. So the the problem. I think you should send this to Biscuit, by the way. This is a good like testimonial. Yeah, they don't even charge. Really? It's ridiculous. What's it's all their free. business model? That's what I want to know. They're selling you Freemium? data. I hope not. Yeah. I don't know. They they literally you can't even create an account, which means like that's one thing issue about it is that I can't transition from my computer upstairs where my biscuit is mm. downstairs. I mean, I can come down and get <laughs> a biscuit from the jar, but on my laptop, <laughs> I, I need to create. To I need to create my biscuit on the. It's a cute on my laptop icon. Too. It's a biscuit. It's a biscuit. Yeah, it's a real. Yeah, it's a shortbread biscuit cute. almost. It's great name, but s- worth worth looking at. And so um. Mm. So you were using no- what were you putting in Notion? I've got things like you know books I want to read, books I have read. Mm-hmm. I've got you know like uh, Airbnbs that I've looked at and want to stay in one day. Little adventures that I want to do. You're getting into all the emojis. I love the emojis. I'm a mm. big emoji guy. I think you probably already knew that, but not really. Oh, okay, so I'm an emoji guy. There you go. There's a <laughs> have, you have you got the breaking? Have you got the breaking? What's your go-to <laughs> emoji? Can you just pull out your phone and? <laughs> And tell me what you. Oh, I just, I, I've just cut to the. Um, I went to nearly cut to the exclusive. I um, Can you tell me what your? You I don't. My phone's Two. out of reach, but I would say my most used would be the the joy emoji, which is the guy with the crying eyes. Yeah. And the love heart eyes. I quite like the love heart eyes. Yeah. Nice. As an emoji. Yeah. So I'm a big emoji Wouldn't guy. Have That's it. what the breaking is. <laughs> Wouldn't have picked that. Um, I didn't. I, I really. I, I feel like I don't get many emojis from you. Yeah, I think I, so. I adapt based on knowing the other person, and I feel like you're not a big emoji guy, mm-hmm. so I've like dialed it back so I don't offend you. 
There's no, yeah, no. What's I'd Josh it. then? A big dot 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 guy. Yeah, what am I? Big Josh pa- is a big exc- passive guy. <laughs> he's a, Josh is a big. He's an exclamation mark guy, and he's a hey homie kind of guy. He loves the oh, word yeah. homie. Hey, hey homie. Hey homie. He loves yeah. the word homie. Yeah. So what I observed think, how like, other people communicate. And do you I'm like homie? Yeah, I don't mind homie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Babe. Depending who it's coming from. All right, babe. Actually, I'm okay with it. You can call me babe, TJ. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Yeah, babe's good. I mean, is it a brand value, your homie thing, Josh? Or uh, Hey, homie with an exclamation mark. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's I think common. I use it a lot. I, I used to say hombre. Oh, yeah. Hombre. You're also a big- That was so, big on Taco Tuesday, hombre. <laughs> you're a big FaceTimer. That's probably your brand oh, value, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily FaceTime. an emoji, it's a FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a biscuit guy. You're a biscuit guy. <laughs> no, what's my <laughs> brand value? So, the other thing I think Out I- um, <laughs> No. I send in. messages, I think quite sh- like- um. I do multiple messages. Oh, I do that too. I like that. So I would prefer to like get six notifications to you quickly. I reckon you're a long email guy too. Oh no, no you know that's not true. It's a big contentious issue with the, the workplace. Can I get emails. Jess to sit in the hot seat? Uh, yeah, you can. I've yeah, never let can. anyone sit okay, in this seat. Jess, can you come on the show? Yeah, here we go. So and, um, producer I'm Jess, I'm going to hit the couch. This is in regards to our um, just talk about this. Email this is good and, for and Pete get, to coach the situation. Yeah, oh, just observe. And Jess is getting TJ's lighting as well, so this is this is really lucky. Here we go. TJ just wants to relax. He's disengaged his core on the couch. The core is disengaged. Um, oh, good day, Jess. There she is. Here hey, we Jess. Go. She's putting her she's putting her headphones on. Here we go. It's about your timing. Hello. Hey, Jess. Ah, uh, no, the lighting's still not great, is it? <laughs> no, it's great. You look great. It's a little bit better. Um. So, we're talking about long emails. Mm. Mm. I feel like you send long emails. Is this Do the first you, time he's told you this? No, I, I said it to, uh, this morning and you got upset with me potentially. Would you consider that a blow up? On well, your no, no, that wasn't a blow up. That's, I mean, it's the early day stage. Can you just watch your, make sure you're centered in the screen? Would you, can, go a little bit Jess, did it feel like a blow up for you? Um. I mean, I felt attacked because... Attacked <laughs> <laughs> is a strong word. I know, because I have a thing against long emails. And so, it Ooh. came out of left field, mm-hmm. to be but honest. So, the th- my thing is that I, I was saying... I actually said this to you. I'm like, I've been getting into a bit of evening work. Yeah, yeah, you did. And one of the things with the evening work is going through Jess's emails. Mm-hmm. Like, when, she sends, when you send me an email, there's a lot of information to put in and so what i was sort of saying is it's like i think that's great client side giving them heaps of context Mm -hmm. what are the bits that we could cut Mm. what's the push is is it the length of the scrolling you have to do is it the thought of a paragraph it's a wall of text well it's not it's not knowing what to focus on Mm. but if you like read it (laughs) (laughs) it goes in chronological order and that's the thing like i've is it a formatting thing? Like, is it more just no, if Jess no. dot points? You don't. <laughs> how long I'm is too long? I'm going to show you my emails yeah, after you, this. Yeah, how long is too they're, long? They're Jessica? pretty long. I think that they- um, How long? So, they're dot points, but each dot point is a paragraph. Would you say that or no? Okay, it's more I than also three. Just, well, I just want to point this out that <laughs> I've literally probably only sent, what, five emails that you've been privy to. <laughs> <laughs> it's been privy to? And What's going on? And emails. Like it's sorting out different things like mm. it's not like i'm going to tommy or to jj mm-hmm. on a simple menial task in here it's like mm-hmm. they're probably client emails yeah you have to detail this stuff mm. who's it for yeah she's yeah. tailoring a message based on who it's for i think mm-hmm. that's smart 
Actually, do you know what would be fun? I'll read you the first email I ever sent to Pete. This was a cold. I was saying oh, yeah. I don't do cold emails. <laughs> Brand value. This is great. I was. I remember I was in New York, and I received this email. Here we go from a stranger called Josh Jansen. Are you ready? Oh, hang on. I don't have your. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's from Square. It was a Squarespace. Yeah, you went through my, my went, website. Went through his form. So uh, this is obnoxious. The form. It's not a simple. Do you remember what you ask on your form? No, this was. It's not just so an old iteration. Like a contact a contact form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been an old iteration. It's what a it? name, email address. What are you currently working on? Yeah, I'm curious. What are you working on? <laughs> is that obnoxious? I mean, it's slightly being like, only contact me if you're a if you're working mover on and shaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's changed since. Yeah. Right? Okay. What do you say now? Yeah, actually, Employment. I need, I'm going to go look at it as soon as this is over. Are you on JobKeeper? Um, <laughs> So here we go. Josh Jansen, Josh at joshjansen.com. What are you currently working on? I haven't read this, so this could be embarrassing. Hey, Peter, I just discovered you. Th- so this was um, the 18th of May, 2018. Wow. Happy, we've had two happy, years happy of friendship. Year. Yeah, happy two and a bit, yeah. <laughs> I just discovered you through Seth's Alt MBA live stream. Awesome seeing a fellow Melbourneian doing cool shit. My mate Tommy and I have a podcast, The Daily Talk Show. We're up to episode 89. I see on your about section that you love listening to podcasts and that you're even working on one on your own. Uh, Sorry, working on your own one. If there's any help you need from a tech or content point of view, please let me know. I have a background in content creation in radio, technology, and now through my video production company, Full Stack Films. Pretty long email. Would love to, I know, and this was in the form. Would love to have you on our our podcast. (laughs) It'd be this. Look at this. Look how short it is compared to the emails that you send. Though. Look, like it sounds. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, we need to. We need to blur out an email that you send, but show the the length. I feel like there's almost a bit of a. Um, and so that's basically the end. Thanks for your time, mate, Josh. You were fired up. You sent in. You actually had a. Did um, I reply? What did I reply? You had a an interesting signature at the end. No, the image is no longer available. Oh. Um, thanks for reaching out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Two years ago. Yeah. This was two years ago. I've come a long way. Okay. I have to say straight out, and these are dot points, I fucking love your podcast. Just just listen to those two apps, and I'm diving into a couple of others too. The topics and conversations you guys have is like stepping into my own thoughts. Number two, I'm also digging your vlogs, mate. Production quality is primo, and the mix of humor and quality content is bang on. It's pretty good feedback. It's a, it's a really nice email. Thanks, mate. And so that's why we're friends. I'm happy with that. Okay. So and the issue <laughs> and the difference with that email is that you were making statements in your dot points, so they can be mm-hmm. tight. Mm. And so you're doing more sort of like giving people- Giving context. Minus context or action points, more oh. so like the things that need to be actioned or have a response to. Is there mm. a format you'd prefer, JJ? Like a like a voicemail? No. I think- Do you think- well, what, what, it needs to. I think it needs to come from you, Jess. Like, what do you think? Where is my pushback relevant versus when do you think I just need to suck it up and write the read the emails, or do you think I should always just read the emails? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if we're working together, but, it might be good to have you across well, everything. Maybe like um, just so what I was doing. I was saying like uh, last night I sent Jess a long email. Oh, so you replied with a long yeah, email. Yeah, and okay. so I, See, I did. I thought his email was long. And, and so what I did was funny. I put a lot a bold, of tension in this so room. I put, <laughs> so I put some bold text. I was like, 
basically the main point is in bold. this, 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 this. The TLDR. Yeah, Did you t- ever do yeah, a TLDR? TLDR. I think yeah. TLDRs could be a standard thing. You could do that at the top of the email, TLDR. But then you got upset because I said that um, I thought potentially you were the person in school that would copy and paste slabs of text on a PowerPoint and then read it out. Mm-hmm. And you pride <laughs> yourself on... Having really, having really good top line slides, mm-hmm. PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you've come in with a, a couple of pretty personal. It, and so maybe that maybe it was maybe I was too too aggressive. Yeah, but I think it was just the um, feels like a solid realization. Yeah, and so I'm sorry about that. Um, like, I just thought it was comp- funny that he literally had to summarize what he just outlined, and I'm okay with reading an email. It, but then he bolded it as well. But it was in a weird <laughs> position in the email as well because you dot pointed. Yeah. But without dot points, which I don't like. Um, <laughs> well, it was just like I sent a slab of text because I'm like, you know what? I'm responding the way. Like, it's like when you you're playing basketball. I respond that's <laughs> you're, just, you're only as good as the, the, the opponent. <laughs> so I was just responding. I'm like, look, here are all these ideas. It's, I think part of it is it's the creative process. I actually asked Bree. I said, can you read this? Does this make sense? And she asked me a question about it, so I blew up at her because <laughs> I'm like, "If you don't, how do you not understand this? It's a very basic thing that mm-hmm. I'm saying." But I don't know what the deal. Like, what should we be slacking more? I think internally, let's slack, mm-hmm. and then for client emails, I'll try and be a little bit. I actually less think that's texty. good. I think that the text is good, but I just think that there could be a way for us to internally. Like I do know that um, Tony Robbins, not saying I'm Tony Robbins, but, <laughs> but, like but, but Tony Robbins um, records uh, audio messages. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah no, Jan- I couldn't do that. <laughs> no, I don't I- like that because you don't have it in writing and then you can't yeah, go back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's very, it's hard to like save. Jen and I do that to each other. I think there's, there's something in getting clear in how mm-hmm. each of you likes to be communicated to. Because it doesn't have to be the same. I'm always fired up when I see the emails to clients that mm. Jess has sent. Like, I'm like, fuck it. Like, how, how like, a professional. Okay, so we like it. But, but then I, I'm not necessarily reading, reading them to the, as much as what probably everyone else is. Yeah. And so I think that there's probably a, a mechanism of, like, long emails and then dot points somewhere. So what are each of you going to commit to moving well, forward? Well, maybe I need to... Do a short summary for you after each email. A short summary would be... Soundbite Well, so the thing is, I just want to see if I'm like completely gaslighting you or if this is reality. Hang on. I'm just typing in your name. I just want to see like how long these emails are or whether I... Do you think you do long emails? But I I, I don't. No. I feel like there was even one like the daily talk show, like we were doing sort of a, a next steps... This was like questionnaire. Oh, yeah. The questionnaire. Is that from me? Hang on. Let me just, I know this is quite boring. Yeah. So there is like, there is a lot of, there's just like a lot of, Yeah. there's a lot going on. (laughs) But no, I agree. I think that I just need to get better. I think maybe I need to use my laptop. It looks a Mm. lot on a phone. Yeah. So maybe I need sort of the big screen to be able to see all the text. And it also could be because I'm not in the office as much that I just Mm -hmm. brain dump everything and then. Yeah. I actually, so one thing that I did do was I downloaded an app that reads things to me. Oh, and I, I okay. was, this is another yeah. issue I have here. <laughs> what is it? What is All it? of the tech that yeah. you had to bring me across. 
It's well, it's great. I'm just have you heard Google about spreadsheet? Yeah, you no, know. I have it, and I was thinking then I was like, I can't have another tab open on my computer. Well, that's this is perfect. This will replace all those tabs. No, but the um, I like my system. And so there is something in that. I was doing that for a bit, which is just when you send an email. There's a there's a software that I was using called. Um, I'll tell you what it's called because it's actually really good. I I want to get back into it. It's in my listening section on my app. Here we go. Sorry for the delay. Or maybe I got rid of it. It's riveting no. audio. Yeah, I'm no, sure. this is a nightmare. Is, yeah, anyway, nice. I, yeah, there, there's an app that will basically play the text. But Jess, thank you. No, that's okay. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Jess. Uh, I this, actually don't even know if we got to the point. No. I feel like we got a couple of takeaways. <laughs> Jess is going to potentially be mindful of doing a TLDR or a, or a summary for you, and you're going to read emails on your laptop and maybe just cut her some slack. I just no, but I think like the thing is, Jess is way more professional than all of us. Um, so maybe it's a healthy tension for you to get used to. Yeah, I think the other thing too is uh, coming from Jess has got extensive experience in PR, mm. and there's a lot of great stuff to come out of PR. But also, I think like PR is a brand value. There's a lot going on sometimes. All right. So, like the, if you think about like everything a press release. Is, it's like the same room, the same experience, but everyone's having the different response. Well, how do you feel about it? Never thought that our emails are too long. Wow. Ever. I thought they're detailed as in like efficient. I'm like, wow, impressive. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand. The only do you thing need I to relate be with, to buy an email? It's, not, it's not, not what I'm going for. I'm just saying it was. Response. What I do realize across every email, Jess or anybody is the visceral response you get when you have to do work. And I think that's what you're fucking experiencing. Because I'm on Jess's side where oh, they're no not sides. too long. I- they're formatted well. It's like, I'm a gronk. You should see my <laughs> shit. It's like, she's professional and hitting it. Yeah. I think if you had a boss, they'd tell you to shut the fuck up <laughs> in very polite ways and say, read your fucking emails or you're out. But that's like- It's a bit different the, when you're the yeah, boss. Yeah, but this is no the- such thing but, as lunch. but surely, yeah, no lunch break. I don't have a lunch break. But yet. I feel like there could be- I think there's a nice- Like, if we want to build a culture- But what you're, thing- what you're literally saying is- Jess, I need you to work no, at how no, you no, can no. communicate I, I, I to me, obnoxious. as in to you. Mm-hmm. That's, no, that's exactly what's happening. Because otherwise it's like, it's fine. I'm willing to work to Jess's way because mm-hmm. she's more professional than I am and, and has a lot more knowledge. You want it given to you in a different way. That's what you want. Well, that's I what think Pete's that like, part it's of like it is- learning communication between yeah. different people. It's yeah. like- Keep doing what you're doing. Maybe Jess part of it is scale. A- Maybe what I'm thinking about is like Jess's time as we, you know, like if we've got say five or six projects going, it's it's easy. But then potentially when it reaches a certain scale, if she's doing this is the key seven to eight hundred words per too much, email, too big a tax return. <laughs> this yeah, is that. It's like when I was a kid, I was worried about a big tax bill. <laughs> so but it's the preempting that. of scale, yeah, which I, which there's two versions. There's mm-hmm. Yes, shit, we need processes for when there is shitloads going on. But then there's also like the pain now of no process. There's still a pain at scale, regardless of process. There will be like, fuck, the pain's just different. Hmm. Well, I think that Jess is good at taking notes. And then I think that what happens is those notes become emails. (laughs) If they need to be based on we need notes from the meeting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I, the I, thing is, if I had to pick one, 97 does no email, 
This is where, I would this prefer, is where you, I'd prefer Jess. I, I had, like, I'm sorry. The thing is, when I get the, the emails. The easy out when Sevs isn't in the room. Well, no, no, we're just no, kicking no, him while he's no, in play. No, 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 just the, kicking the, him while he's no, down. No, but, but, he's, but he's having a good time. He's, while he's having, having a great time. Yeah, he's no, but to, to be seriously, <laughs> I'd much prefer. I, I think Jess is doing a great job. And I actually don't <laughs> want her to change. I actually, I think I, I agree. I think I need a change. And so there's, I'd want to get to a point where I don't have an emotional, physical response every time I get an email from Jess. It, that, but that's a learnt skill because when mm. you get a long email from a client, yeah, I know the feeling. When I'm you like, get a oh, text, no, what's happened? Yeah, from I, anyone, you're like, oh, okay, I need to be in the right head frame. To- but, but that shouldn't be the response to any long email. But mm. um, what you're saying is that is the learned skill you need is less less entering into it at an emotional level and actually processing it. It's hard. To, it's easy to say, hard to do. I feel like I need to... It'd be good for us to get a... How do you feel about us getting a printer? Absolutely not. I just fucking binned a $450 printer. Why'd you do that? I asked everyone, can I sell this? Sevs, nah, won't be able well, to. I think it was... Should you leave it out issue. the front? Too much. Would you... What, do you, what, need, what good, do you need a printer for? You're the good to, tech guy, so you want all these tech things, but then you want a fucking printer. <laughs> I think it would be. How good does that to, work? I think it'd be good to have a printer for what? To be able to print out those emails and then just get a pen and go through them. All right, guy, I, all right, Tim Jacket. That's what my dad does. As <laughs> a guy, prints off an email. I fucking once, leave it to the computer and highlight yeah, on the yeah. in Word. I did an internship in the Victorian government, and there was a guy that printed off every email and would file it. My MF Fibre Gate, yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Don't it's be the boss. It's the Just same. fucking read your email. <laughs> I think you're overcomplicating. You, you, Wouldn't you it be absolutely how cool would it be? Coach him out of this hole. Oh, he already did. He coached himself out of it. Do you know what would be do you know what would you know be really fun? <laughs> it's actually this would be a fun app. It's like a fax. You get an email <laughs> you get no but you get an email, it gets printed to you. So you go to your in, your inbox. And your inbox is just whatever's printed out of the oh, printer. Wait till and the you go through in this account. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, the uh, thing is, like, I don't want to sound hypercritical. Took a turn this episode, didn't it? How do you do? You think I'm being? I had to. Def- I had to defend Jess. I felt like she Very needed good. to sort of go hard. Did I go hard enough? No, Jess, did I get, do a good job on me? Yeah, I had to just because the funny thing is, I know you so well from dealing with you every day, mm. and I know where you're being you or you're being a fucking just silly version of you as a child. And it's like, but that's it, where the pushback, that's where I said, like I said to Jess, like, I think I said, you this. Know, it's like, I push you push back, back hard. but they like, push back. Like the thing is, I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling. And if your emails make me sad, I'll tell you. And then you tell me if I'm being silly. Is that a senior management? <laughs> is that what senior management just driven by emotion? Like, I I have, think, have you worked in big business? You have. Yeah. yeah. It, what happens if a senior manager does that? Someone with a. Wouldn't they have an EA or something? They often. <laughs> yeah. They, <have. laughs> they would. Does the email. Do you ever get that feeling? I think that if I see a slab of text, sometimes it's, I'm like. They're not that fucking long. They're sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to. Not a, I need at a all. They're not at text. all. I haven't seen one of these emails. I'm not saying. No, I think that. But I think like. It's re- normally reading a slab of text. Great oper- the thing is, it happens from good operators. I think. Um, Taver from RBK Advisory. Uh, have you read some of the long shit he sends? Because it has to. It's well, so the thing is, and that's what's good. Like you'll go through all of them, but I look at them like they are so good. But I don't even. <laughs> but know he doesn't go it through doesn't them. It, yeah. But it is a lot to take in. Well, because you read one from our real estate agent, which is talking about some shit we need to be across, mm-hmm. and you read the first line, 
and summarized and texted me. I I was convinced you read it well, based whole, on your text message, and then I had to dissect yeah. it and call the real estate agent. Well, there's a late there. There definitely is a little bit of, and I understand that that could come across as not showing enough respect. Yeah. And so well, it's I'm, hard. Hard when you go like, and this is we're not in a tiff, but you love like the statements like inbox zero and like sorting mm-hmm. and filing and it's it's all f- it seems to sh- for show mm-hmm. when it's actually around email and you got to fucking read it mm-hmm. and you get a business development do you want to be an email, email guy though absolutely not but i also see it as a non-negotiable mm. yeah you got to do it like it's a part of business it's yeah. it is comms it's talking on the phone it's the maybe i'll go the other way maybe we need, maybe i will of maybe, talking on the phone yeah. yeah, I've lent into that. Mate, You're I'm doing proud, a lot I'm fucking now. proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Man. What, what sort of I coach you, sort of you of by bullying you? You did. That's you did. a bit of that. What sort of calls are you having? Trace and I will speak. <laughs> oh, really? A couple of times. I spoke to her earlier today. And look out, guys. That's his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the last who exclusive. Else, who else are you? Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you're speak. just talking to your girlfriend. I'm so, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's big. I've spoken to you a few times on the phone, JJ. Yeah, yeah. I normally, I think I call you, though. Yeah. I wonder what's happening. But I answered. I didn't not answer and then go, sorry, JJ, I'm busy. I completely. What's the other way? The other way is. No, I'm just no, trying no, no. to dig us out. No, of the so hole, the thing is, all. yeah. All I'm going to say is, I'm a hundred percent up for playing the game. I think that it's worthwhile. I think that the email stuff is very good. I think that is communication. Yeah. Um, we just got to when you got Sevs around, we need it. Like, you can't be telling him to do thirty emails a day if you're not willing to read your email, based on being too long. That's yeah. fair. Like, I think we need to. I've never thought about that. Never ask someone to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. Which really? It's, it's not to say that oh, don't. Fuck. <laughs> That's all I ever do. <laughs> Isn't that the point? I thought that was the point of having a team. You share the shit. Yeah, but you you'll share you're the things that you've done do at some point. One of the best person on email, Seth Godin. Yeah, he writes back. He's good. But he reads as well. Mm-hmm. No, actually, it would be good because I think I've spoken about this before. When I see an email, I start to skim because I don't want it to enter my soul. Yeah, yeah. So, you do, no, he doesn't you know, want to like, be like, yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, it's fine. But I think that that is something I would like to get better at. Do you I need to- a time box when you read email? Is it like, like were you in a certain headspace when this email I'm came good through? At, like after a, a wine? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm do. good I, because I just like, it gets no, very easy to write back. I do too. Yeah. But I, you I've can't be drinking fucking wine before. every single day just to do emails. <laughs> you could do like an 8 p.m. one wine. Email. If you want. But I think there's the recognition. Hey, look, <laughs> there's healthy on You're in a certain like, headspace at different times <laughs> in the day. If you recognize that you need to be in a certain headspace to I process love it. Email. I could I just, actually become an email. I think smart. that it's the romanticism, which I, I, as soon as it comes up, I see it as a warning sign. Mm. Right time of day, like when I'm going to be creative, it That's needs true. to land here. It's like, I, and I know I've said the stars aligning for you stuff, mm-hmm. Josh. Yeah, it's got to be perfect temperature. And so what you so when you so the thing let's just deconstruct wine and emails mm-hmm. great combo they seem great when you're a bit sort of feeling a bit fruity a bit fruity it's yeah, a bit fr- because then you're like so what happens the the fucked up bit is you've ingested a chemical that has given you a visceral response yeah, I can only write and, back to email when I'm high and you're feeling good about it mm-hmm. it's it's a dangerous combo. I think that I like, I want to go. I want to actually go the other way. I want to be really good because the other thing too is, 
I think it comes down to procrastination. I reckon all of this is procrastination for me because it's yeah, saying totally. you definitely have it's in the last sort of week. Of but I actually know you. I'm like, mm-hmm. are you good? Mm-hmm. Like I just because I don't push too hard when I know because. Mm-hmm. Mate, you've smashed email before. You've been on top of it, business development. Well, you, I, just batch, I batch things. And you wrote so, me that pretty long email. Well, that which was email? A, was a oh, yeah, well, we just read it out. You're not a guy that doesn't do anything. Yeah. You're a guy that mm-hmm. fucking can be a powerhouse mm-hmm. if you want to. And so, it's just about wh- how do you get to a place where regardless of mood or any, anything. It's like- yeah, a standard. And and if people are listening, Jess is great. I don't like. I think that people would listen and be if like, people oh, Josh are is a fucking, Isn't that the point. No, nah, well, mate, we don't know <laughs> by this if, point. If, yeah, this point. If they last through mate. that, yeah, true. They lasted through that debacle. Nah, that's good. No, nah, I'm supportive of everyone. <laughs> I think everyone's doing a great job, yeah. and we're all doing our best. Everyone's doing their best. You know, we do year in reviews on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, end of financial year. So how how yeah. long until we start doing 360 reviews? On the show. No, okay, yeah, on the show would be fun. <laughs> that would be outrageous. I've never been a part of anything like a 360 review or a review internal. What do you- set, So, you um, get- um, I want to hear it from Pete. Okay. Is, have you ever done a 360? I've or done anything the, of that yeah, nature. Yeah, I've done the in the corporate world. They do it. The, they send out the survey and they say it's anonymous. But what's tricky is when you're in a team of like four people or three people <laughs> and you're asked to review the manager, it becomes pretty obvious whose who's responses are whose. So, yeah, yeah. I've done them. You, you see it. We used to get emails saying, you've had contact with the following people in the business. So, can you answer these questions about them? And they'll receive an anonymized report about basically giving them feedback. So, you get it personally. Oh, and I've seen it like, like people like get torn apart. And like have very, very visceral reactions to it and like, I can't believe someone said this about me. I can't believe, I, you know, I'm, I'm not showing up. Yeah, I'm it's not fucking generous. crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, that was me that said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's pretty full on. Pretty full on. I wonder how um, how beneficial it is. Oh, no, well, no, I just no. think- well, the thing is, uh, Kevin Rose, who I uh, founded Dig, um, he... He's been a guy that's, I think, like a little bit like me in regards to very like fleeting, like just from an external perspective. He sort of has that shiny object syndrome where he goes over to Mm. a bunch of things. But I think that he Mm. can sometimes drop the ball in regards to communicating what I've seen externally. Anyway, he talked on a podcast about doing the 360 stuff, but it was a coach. He wasn't working for any company at the time. He's an investor at True Ventures, I think. But anyway, he um, got a bunch of people he knew, just friends and stuff, mm. to all be interviewed by this person who was doing, I guess it's like 180. Mm-hmm. It's like just feedback on him. I think it's a cool idea. He got absolutely slammed. Yeah. It was like a real eye-opener. Yeah, I think there's, like, there's a certain level of trust mm-hmm. that one needs to be able to process feedback in an effective way. So, if you don't like your manager- then that's probably going to come through in the feedback and it's probably not mm. going to be well received. I think if you have a relationship that is built on trust, I think in many ways that you shouldn't get surprises. You should probably receive feedback and be like, ah, yeah, I had a feeling. I'd, I, mm-hmm. had, I knew that was kind of a blind spot of mine and now it's been called out. I don't feel great about it, but there's no surprises. Like I think in, in performance reviews, for example, which most companies do every six or 12 months, mm-hmm. you shouldn't really like have this moment of a manager telling you something and you're like, where the hell did that come from? It should be 
that you're talking every day or every week, giving feedback to one another. So when it comes to formalizing it, you're like, oh yeah, this is just a build on the things that we've been talking about. Yeah, I think yeah, there's definitely something in doing things more regularly. Totally. So then there's no surprise at the pulse end, like, checks. rather than doing mm-hmm. yeah. They call them pulse checks in the quickly on the pulse check. So yeah. you've got a, a whoop. I do. Yeah. Have you seen that they're now using whoops to determine whether you have COVID? Yeah, yeah. They've updated the wow. software. To, they track your respiratory rate, mm-hmm. and if you get a significant spike. I believe, or a drop maybe in your respiratory rate, it could be a symptom that you're oh. developing COVID. Sebs, it's got Corona's Well, so there's even um, the NBA are using the, um, I think one of the teams is using the Aura ring. Oh, yeah. As oh, a way yeah. of determining. So it's like, yeah, all, all those things you mentioned. The, I think the, the respiratory pack. rate in particular yeah. is the one they're tracking. So yeah. what does respiratory rate mean? Would have to double check, but it's like the amount of Breathing breaths per rhythm minute. Rhythm I think it's the amount of breaths per minute, mm. I think, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not your heart rate, respiratory rate. Mm. So I think mine flow of air they coming say in and out. If it's between twelve and eighteen ish, I think is like standard. I read it about it on the Whoop website, and it's like if you go beyond that, then that could mm. be a sign. So going beyond that, like when I've had bad asthma, mm-hmm. yeah, shallow yeah. breathing, yeah, it's like you can't. Like get you can't yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fuck, it's I would like to. I would like to get a Whoop for that reason. What do you? What do you pay? I pay, you pay a monthly subscription fee, so it's free. The hardware is free and then you mm-hmm. pay like software as a service for, it. I think, $15, $20 a month or something. So, it works out to be what, about 200 a year? Pretty reasonable, yeah. And you can when pay, you- like I paid six months up front, so you can just kind of pay it up front. Is there a login? Login for like an online portal where you're seeing all stats? Yeah, yeah, there's an, there's an app that you fire up and it gives you, can you like do all desktop? this data. And, yeah, it's got desktop. You can put it onto your biscuit. Totally, you can get it on Top your biscuit. Top line, daily, <laughs> check it out every day. We should get them. What, the, charging, the, the charging yeah. sit show? Yeah, so there's a case that you just like slide on top so you don't have to take it off, so you still get all of the... So you All charge a battery, you have a battery and then you put the battery yeah. on and yeah. it charges it again. Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so you wear it when you sleep. Yeah. How's yeah. your sleep been? Great. Yeah. I've got notice I've got a difference sleep data. Uh, since getting a girlfriend in regards to, to sleep? Uh probably a bit more relaxed and calm and happy, I guess. So like you lower lower heart rate, mm-hmm. which means you're also getting deeper sleep. So mm-hmm. I would say yes in that sense. Interesting. Also, you know, you're staying especially with isolation and everything. It's not like you're going out and partying mm-hmm. and drinking, which very much improves your sleep, which improves all of your data and your health metrics mm. that you get back feedback yeah. on. Mm. Nice one. All right. Anyway, whoop. <laughs> A lot of things to fix. No, biscuit, biscuit. <laughs> biscuit, biscuit, whoop. And emails. Yeah, yeah. Jess, <laughs> team member of the month. Yeah, doing a great job. But we should start doing that. Team employee of the, of the month. Yeah, employee of the month. yourself a little JB high five out, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Spin get, of the wheel. You we get, get a, you get a ca- car park. Oh, yeah. Priority spot. With your name on park. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Jess famously, um, I remember for one of the first days I ever met Jess and I went into the garage. So, f- <laughs> fucking smells like shit in the garage. And then I was like, oh, hey, hey Jess. And then I didn't connect all the things. And then it turns out that she'd been driving in the country just through manure. And she'd, <laughs> and she'd basically brought it into the office. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, have you had much um, experience, Jess, in reputation management? <laughs> <laughs> Crisis comms? Because Josh is fucking painting the floor with you. It's disgusting, really. <laughs> Anything else you want send to just her, Send her a fucking long Any, email apologizing, please. Any more dirty laundry think, to air, JJ? That's, it's not her shit. She can't help it, but it's a... It's an observation. Jess and I were driving before. This is not a story about Jess. We were just together in the car and we. I looked over and I saw a woman bending over. I was like, oh my God, Jess, look. 
and, and we got a bit closer. She stood up, pulled her pants back up, bent she back over, done shat shit. on the concrete. No way. Oh, no. And we oh, saw oh it and just said, uh, butter, butter chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Where is, was this? What does butter chicken mean? That's the, what it looked like. It looked like- Oh, oh that's outrageous. My God, we live in a weird oh. world. Was it on Victoria Street? Yes. Okay. Lennox, Victoria, Victoria. Oh, dude. Yeah, Lennox, Sorry if that was sickening, but it was fucking whatever you're feeling. Did you try tell you what, Twenty it's times we're seeing to, it. Moving to Elwood is the greatest decision I made. I do not miss any of that. Oh, he's the a filthy toffee motherfucker, yeah. isn't he? Bayside, <laughs> come down Bayside, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I grew up. Uh, yeah, there's a K little, from the, where you live. There's a lot going on. Yeah. All right, it's a daily talk show. Thank you, Pete, <laughs> uh, for coming on the podcast. The long and the short of it. Is his podcast. Great one. It's got an episode on, um, what is it, the future? Future you? Future self. The future yeah. self. Anyway, check it out. Uh, it's a daily talk show. Set it tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you, team. See you, guys.